I had known that, I would have got off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are we on? Yeah, we are. <laughs> I hear no music. Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast, Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is, what's today? Wednesday? Wednesday. Yes. It's Wednesday. <laughs> and the music is very low right now. We're trying to play, I'm trying to play some music that. Is different? Different. And what we're going. I'm just kind of getting in the groove on this one. It's just like. It starts off really slow. <laughs> Oh, oh, there we go. Hey, we ought to start this one like five minutes into the song. Or it got to be, five minutes, into gotta be the five minutes into the song. It's like really, really low. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Amen. Good morning, people. All right. Well, we were off yesterday. We had some things going on and. Yeah. We had to come and come back and give you the word. Regroup. We had to come back and regroup. To. Yeah. And so we're uh, dealing with some things uh, today that I thought we could pick up from Tuesday, well, uh, from Monday. And that's talking about how we count it all joy. And what does counting it all joy communicate? You know, when you're going through trials when you're going through temptations what does it communicate to people you know um we've been reading out of romans chapter 13 and uh and i want to just kind of go back there real quickly because it talks about how our lives are to be a shining example for all to see and so one thing we have to look at and i want to read it it says uh in romans 13 and uh verse 12 it says the night is almost gone the day of salvation will soon be here so remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living then it goes on to say because we belong to the day we must live decent lives for all to see don't participate in the uh, darkness of wild parties and drunkenness and sexual promiscuity and so forth so on so when it says that we must live decent lives for all to see that they may not necessarily be um the circumstance that we face mm. that may be the res the the response to the circumstance oh that's good that's very good and, yeah and 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 right now people are people are suffering people are going through i mean we're living in the last of the last days and many people don't know how to handle the pressure mm. Of, of the of what they're going through i see that the next verse verse 14 says instead clothe yourself with the presence of the lord jesus christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires right i think that's powerful and so when when you say it, it, you know put on christ mm. what does that mean put on christ yeah how did god how did jesus <laughs> respond to suffering how did mm. jesus respond to persecution what did he do because i've learned that jesus was in a boat one time and uh, a hurricane was sent to that to that group that him the disciples a hurricane was sent because he was trying to go over to the other side to minister to to one man that was so full of demons that 
that the devil himself sent that hurricane. Yeah. God didn't send the hurricane. So we got to rec recognize that persecutions and sufferings don't come from God. Right. So the enemy sent the hurricane and the disciples caved in under the pressure of that hurricane. Mm -hmm. And they begin to even question, did, did Christ love them or did Christ care about them? Mm -hmm. Right. But Jesus was in so much peace. He was so full of peace that the storm didn't rattle him and actually put him to sleep. Right. He learned how to rest <laughs> during that time of trial, during that time of suffering. So we learned something new. We learned something different in the middle of our trial. We learned how to sing in the middle yeah. of our trial. Right. And, you know, I find that very reminiscent of what the slaves went through, mm -hmm. uh, because most of us have have uh, heard stories about the slave cargo ships and what they were like and how the conditions were so deplorable. Uh, you know, there were no bathroom breaks, mm -hmm. so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, people were pretty much lined up like uh, like cartel. Mm -hmm. uh along the bottom of those ships, uh, just drenched in their own urine and feces. Wow. And the stench was, I, I've heard it was so unbearable mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, it was so horrible down there, but at times they learned to sing. Mm. They learned to wow. sing through, uh, their, their, their trauma mm -hmm. and through their difficulties. Mm -hmm. And I could just say, you know, I can recall being taught those lessons from my grandmother. Mm. My grandmother used to say, whistle while you work. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, you know, I wasn't a good whistler. I don't, I don't think I am now. Right. right. I mean, I try to whistle. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, I can whistle. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But if I'm doing something like the dishes or something I really don't like to do, yeah, I sing. Mm -hmm. It makes the time go by faster. Mm -hmm. So, and most of the time, it's songs about Jesus. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And and, and so, what does that communicate, though? Mm. You know, I can I can put on God's presence no matter what I'm going. No through. matter what you're going through. No yeah. matter what circumstance you find yourself in and you got to find ways to respond. You got to find the proper way to respond to circumstances. Right. Situations because, I have to make a decision. Yeah. Because people are watching us mm. and people need that glimmer of hope. They need to know what to do. Now here's what happens when you go through persecutions and, and temptations. Uh, uh, Joseph made the statement to his brothers when they came and said, we're, we're so sorry that we did this to you. You know, we sold you into slavery and, right. and we went through all of this and we mm. told daddy you were dead. And, and, and Joseph said, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. He said, this was done so that God may get the glory. So God may get the glory. What, what yeah. you meant for bad, God turned it around for the good. Yes. And we have to see that persecutions, trials, temptations are designed for us to, to show God to the world. Right. It's, it's designed for us to demonstrate Christ before this dying, hopeless world. Right. And so when we, when we, when we tell you that what happened to us and, and, and just to recap, we, we went out to our property and looked, looked for our trailer. We put our trailer out there with all of our church equipment and uh, went out there one day 
after having a, a message on, on a Wednesday night about suffering, right? Yeah, <laughs> we went out there the next day to look at our our uh, trailer, and it was gone. Yeah, somebody yeah. had stolen the trailer, and and so what what the enemy meant for evil, mm. the enemy tried to stop the plan of God. The enemy tried to stop the move of God, and we could have given into the pressure. We could have caved in. We could have said, you know what? This is too hard. You know, we we must be missing God some kind of way. You mm-hmm. know, you know, why would this thing be stolen if God wouldn't have allowed it? You know? Yeah. And I just thank God for the the level of maturity because if 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 we had not been well developed in God's word, it would have been easy to resign to that thought pattern. Yeah, exactly. It would have been easy to say, yep. It's something, it's something we did. It's something God didn't do. Mm-hmm. It must be this. And we would have gone through all that. But, you know, Jesus uh, uh, made a very good statement when a tower fell on mm. the people uh, of his day mm-hmm. and his era. You know, it was one of those national tragedies that everybody talked about. Mm-hmm. Right. And Jesus, he made a good statement. He said, well, it rains on the just and the unjust. Mm-hmm. In other words, you don't have to be bad for a bad thing to happen exactly. to you. Exactly. Come on. You don't preach. have to be bad yeah. for a bad thing to happen to you. Exactly. But what I believe is that God does give you a proper response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does give you a righteous response mm-hmm. uh, in the midst of what you might be going through, yeah. the circumstance, the things that you didn't cause or call upon yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you even, and I want to say something to that, but, but even in circumstance, the enemy tries to get you to quit. Oh yeah. The enemy tries to get you to get, get go into shame. The enemy tries to get you to go into, uh, you know, well, let's just give up. You know, it's, it's not God's will, but we kept pressing right. and we kept pressing with joy. And we listened to something this morning that says, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't take, he can't keep your goods. Oh yeah. We were listening to Jerry Savelle. Yeah. So if Satan can't kill your joy, he can't keep your goods. Yes. So we just started, we counted all joy. We had been listening to the song. We were preparing ourselves for this situation. Little did we know. Little did we know. And when we got there, it wasn't there. It, 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 it hit us like a ton of bricks at first, but then we kind of came to ourselves and we said, well, Ministry must go on. Yeah. You know, Lord, show us what to do now. You know, how can we continue in preaching on Sunday? How can we continue on having service on Sunday? Because all of our Sunday equipment was in there. Right. So to make a long story longer, we literally, God gave us a plan to start gathering material, speakers and wires. What are you going to do when the evil day hits? Yeah. I'm going to trust yeah, I'm going to trust. I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. And and so we had service on Sunday. And guess what? The very thing that the enemy thought he had us on, the very thing that the enemy thought he had put us down on, the very thing the enemy thought he had taken away from us and stolen from us, we we turned it into, or Jesus turned it into his glory. Yeah. We had two people saved. Yeah. Or one person saved. Mm-hmm. Several people rededicate their life. Uh, two people joined the church. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? We had we had all of this, all of this glory. Why? Because this was not done for our shame. This was not done to put us down. This was done so that God could show out. Yeah. 
And he showed out in grand fashion. Yes, he did. Like he always does. Like he always does. So I want you to understand that when you go through suffering and go through persecution, what are we trying to communicate to you today? Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Yes. Count it all joy. Why? Because what the enemy means for evil God is just going to flip it over to the good. Yeah. And, and I've heard that before, you know, uh, I listened to, uh, uh, certain marriage counselors and, uh, I love the one that says, find the pearl mm. in, in, in the poop. Mm-hmm. You know, you might be going through something and you might say, this is a bunch of poop. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is search very hard to find that pearl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because, you know, and and another way to say that is to find the silver lining Mm -hmm. on the gray cloud you might think that you're under. Mm -hmm. You know, God is always looking for an opportunity to show forth his light. And if we always see the cup half empty, Mm. if we never find the good in any situation, and I'm saying, I'm not saying, you know, that, that all situations would fall into that category, but there are some situations that, that do. And, um, I remember, I think it was uh, Charles Stanley. I think he was the senior of that family of psychologists, marriage and family psychologists, who told the story of a woman who had been, uh, I want to say she was raped. Mm. And, you know, she always, you know, talked about it and, and had been counseling with him. And one thing that he began to recognize, and he said, well, you know, because of what you went through, how did you raise your children? He, she, she said, I was very protective, you know, and she described how her children had grown up to be, you know, functional and successful adults. And he said, well, you know, what happened to you was horrible, but did, did, did something get turned around? Mm-hmm. Did it cause you to be a more uh, alert? mom did it cause you to be more aware of what could happen to be more protective mm-hmm. to be more diligent in the way that you raise your children to be you know and she had to admit that you know while what she went through was horrible she was so glad that she was knowledgeable on how to raise her daughters and how to protect her daughter from her daughters from those evils mm-hmm. in other words you know, we need to learn to count it all joy. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. need we need to be um, selective in what talk, mm-hmm. what thoughts we take. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, "Take no, no thought, same. same." Yeah, so good. Same. Yeah. And you know, some people go through horrible situations and they go down the tube, mm-hmm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And and that's of no fault of their own. I'm not saying that the that we should victimize the victim even more mm-hmm. by pointing the finger at them and telling them how they're wrong. I'm not saying that and I'm not trying to do that. But I am saying this that you have with Jesus the power to change your own thinking. That's good. That's to good. To change your own life. Mm-hmm. To turn that ship around. Mm-hmm. And we should lay hold of that opportunity. And you know, earlier you said something about even if we cause the persecution. Mm. E- even if we cause. It's our own fault. You know, even if it's our own fault that, yes. that this happened. We can still count it all joy. Why? Yes. Because we're still learning something. You say, well, Pastor, what did I learn? 
you learn not to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you learn you learn from experience. I won't go down that road again. Not doing that again. You're not gonna mess up with that again. And 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 to be honest, what happened with our situation mm -hmm. is that the Holy Ghost was telling me, no, I need you to do a particular thing with that trailer. And I went against you overrode. Yeah, yeah. I went that against inner voice. that inner voice and that inner peace because I didn't want to offend or I didn't want to I didn't want to hurt somebody, you know. Right. But hurt I know somebody's feelings. hurt somebody's feelings, and I and 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 it had to do with my feelings and my flesh, you know, because mm. I didn't want to want the drawback that may happen to my flesh. So, so I overrode what the Holy Ghost was telling me, and I did it anyway, and put that trailer out there when He was saying, "Bring it home." Yeah. And and it got stolen. So mm. I could say I caused that, mm. but I'm not going to wallow around in it. Mm. You know why? Because I learned something from my mistake. And that's what Christ wants us to get out of that. Even in your joy and in your uh, going through and how you're responding, you can, you're learning things. Right. And you're learning to discern his voice better. Right. You're learning to trust and cast all of your care upon him for mm. he cares for you. You're right. Um, uh, uh, Jesus talks about in uh, John chapter 16, verse 19, uh, it says, now Jesus knew that they uh, desired to ask him. And he said to them, are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said a little while and you will not see me? And again, a little while and you will see me. He said, most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful. But I like the but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Jesus said your sorrow will be turned into joy. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. Wow. Why? Because, I, you know, we ought to make, you know how the, we have the faith, family, and I don't know, fun signs mm -hmm. and all these live, laugh, and love. We need a sign that says, Jesus said your sorrow will be, be turned. turned into joy. Because what he was saying is the bigger picture is it may look like you've lost. It may look like. It may look like you, you know, people are persecuting you. It may look like you're going to be full of shame. It may look like you, you, you said something in faith, but you didn't get what you said. It may look like, so people are going to rejoice. The world is going to rejoice because you look bad, but tell them, keep watching. Keep watching. And I love the next verse because it says a woman, when she is in labor, has Talking about sorrow what you just said. Mm -hmm. because her hour has come. Oh gosh. I still remember that. Mm -hmm. I still remember when the labor pains came on, mm -hmm. you know, with my three children, every single time I remember saying, well, there's no turning back, back now. now. Yep. <laughs> I'm all in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, so this is the <laughs> this is the situation that Jesus is describing, mm -hmm. you know, when you're in so deep and, you know, the sorrow is about to come your way and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, there's no getting out of this. I have to go through this pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he says this. But as soon as she gives birth to the child, she is no, she no longer mm. remembers mm. the anguish. My God. And I believe that our day of deliver, deliverance draweth nigh. I'm over here shaking. I here. believe we're so close <laughs> it's so to good. what God has been trying to birth in mm -hmm, us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and while going through, I, I mean, you know, and, 
I almost need to call Pastor Tracy because it's so ministered to me. Mm-hmm. He talked about Joseph and how Joseph kept losing his code of authority. Mm. Every time he would get close to his manifestation, mm. you know, his his wow. father, his father had put him down at some point wow. because he had a dream that him, that the father and all the brothers and even the, the mother and the father would bow down to him one day. And mm-hmm. when he shared that dream, his brothers put him down and mocked him. And, you know, even his father, you know, Jacob, while he kept in mind that the Lord might've been speaking through this young man, he still put him down. Mm-hmm. But despite that, the father created for him a coat of authority, a coat of many colors, told him to put that on and to reign over his brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, when he attempted for the first time to step out in his authority, the brothers took it, took that coat off of him yeah. and wow. threw him in a pit, sold him into slavery. Wow. And, you know, God's hand was so on his life. And then so he goes through the slavery, rises up in the rank. If he was going to be a slave, he was going to be the best slave ever. He counted it all joy. And then Potiphar's wife put a sexual harassment charge mm, on him. That's right. Once again. Yeah. Now he's Once wearing again, another slave yeah. clothing mm-hmm. and this woman rips his clothing off mm-hmm. of him. Once again, he's demoted mm. and he's demoted from a slave to a prisoner. Mm. Now, even as a prisoner, wow. he's in that prison, making that prison a palace. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the king calls upon this young man that he hears about and he strips that prison garment off of Joseph. Yeah, and I'm God. sure Joseph was going again. Mm, not mm. again, Lord. Not again. I'm not going to go through this sorrow again. I mean, what's worse than prison? It's got to be death next, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And he, wow. But then God. the king's maids began to, to wash that body. Mm-hmm. And then he began to smile because you don't get a bath unless you're about to go before the king. Mm. And then they put brand new royal garments mm. upon that man. Yes, Lord. Come on. And not only he Come went on, from preaching. the bottom to the top yeah. mm-hmm. in a moment. Mm-hmm. And you see, God yeah. wants to do that. It's just like the rapture of the church. You know, in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, eye. Yeah. we are going to go from the worst pain we've ever felt as the world travails mm-hmm. for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to being in the arms and being uplifted by a shout and the blowing of a trumpet. trumpet. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen in a moment. The Bible says, and in the twinkling of an eye, yeah. we'll be caught up to meet our savior mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. he arrives here mm-hmm. and he's going to take us with him yeah. and he's going to take us to a Royal banquet. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? God is turning the sorrow into around. joy. Yeah. He's turning your sorrow into joy. Yeah. You're going to forget the anguish you're feeling. Yeah. And you, and you, and you look at the life of Joseph, but Joseph was the, the picture boy of those, I may fall. Yeah. I will arise. I will arise. And and the thing of it is, is we got to look at the resilience that God is building on the inside of us. Wow. The Bible says, count it all joy uh, and let joy have its, uh, uh, let, let patience have, 
is perfect work that you may be perfect and entire. Count it all joy that it may produce patience and let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Wanting nothing. And so what God is building in us is a resilience. Oh, He's showing us that even though hard times are going to come and they're going to keep coming, we're living in the last of the last days, just like Joseph. Joseph went from one hard time to the next hard time to the next, and he kept his joy the whole time. Can you imagine what was going through his mind when mm. those royal guards came and grabbed him out of that prison. I yeah. mean, they did not practice gentleness. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> but I'm telling you, and you look, and, and some of you think, well, my time is running out. You know, I'm getting older. I should have been far ahead in life by now. No, I'm telling you, God knows how to turn the tides for you. He knows how to reverse time for you. Look, your latter days can be greater than your former days. Just keep on having the joy. Keep so on amazing. having the having the blessing. And listen, and, and and here's the thing, you, you just said it. Joseph turned his prison into the palace. Yes, he did. You're gonna have through to learn obedience yeah. to God. You're gonna have to learn through the obedience of God how to turn your present circumstance to a place of joy. Yes. How to turn your present circumstance into a place of rejoicing and 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 gratitude and blessing and get and let God get the glory. What happened? We took all of that stuff that happened to us. Yes. And we turned it into the garden of Eden and people yes. got saved, people got set free, people got delivered right there off on that parking lot. Yeah. And you know, if you keep reading, I love what it says in verse 24, it says, until now mm -hmm. you have asked nothing, nothing. in mm -hmm. my name. And that's what's, what's so good about that statement mm. is that when you call upon the name of Jesus, so good, so good. you are calling upon his presence. Mm -hmm. It's it's like he is there in person. He said, I place so much power in my name that when you call upon it, I'm on the scene. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the work. And mm -hmm. you know, everything that Jesus said came to pass. Amen. Amen. And he said, so call up until now, you've not asked anything in my name. Mm -hmm. But then he says this, ask. And if you looked up the root word of that word, ask, place it demand. says, place a demand on my name. Mm -hmm. Place a demand. How many of us have come before the Lord and place a demand on a right result for our bad situation? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know, if, if you keep reading this, I love this. He says, you'll ask nothing in my name. Uh, most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you. He will give it to you. Watch, watch this. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive. Not that you your, might. That your joy may be full. <laughs> so I want to. I want to. In closing, I want to make this last statement. So why is it so important that we talk about this? Why is it so important that we communicate this? Why is it so important that you have the word? Because Jesus said this. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language. In other words, I'm speaking these things to you so that your joy will be yeah. full. I want you to get a picture of what I'm doing in yeah. your life. Yeah. He, he, that's what he what he was saying. I'm speaking in figurative and mm. scenic language because yeah. I want you to get a picture of what I'm doing in your life. Yeah. You see, 
you are not a survivor of this world. You mm. are not a survivor of every tragedy you've been through. And you are not a survivor of every circumstance. But you are, when you decide to ask in my name, you are an, an overcomer. overcomer. That's right. This is who you are. That's right. And and as you lay hold of what I say, you get the joy of the Lord. It yeah. is your strength. Yeah. So we, in closing, we want you to catch hold of what this this final thought. The more you stay around the word, yeah. the more joy you have. The more you stay around the words of Jesus, it doesn't matter. You say, well, what do I do when I'm going through? Get in the word. Get in the word. Get it in the good church. Decree. Find out what he said. Get on this broadcast. Listen to us. Watch the joy we have. He said, well, pastors, y'all get on every morning and y'all dancing and, 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 and y'all don't really have much to dance for. I don't have much to dance for. Well, just imitate us as we imitate Christ. <laughs> You know what? Don't let the devil think that he's beat you up. Don't let the devil think he's won in this situation. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb. And by the word. And by the word of our, our testimony. testimony. Well, what is the word designed to do? The word is designed to bring you joy. That is so good. The enemy wants to steal your joy because he wants to steal your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You have no fighting power. You have no standing power. You have no resilience if you let him steal your joy. But if he can't take your joy, come on. He can't take your stuff. Amen. Yes, and you know, the very fact that you have a faith challenge means that you have the ability. Listen, why would the enemy mess with someone who's not a threat? Mm. You see, you have to see yourself the way God sees mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. As long as you stay submitted to the most high God, you are a threat are to a threat. the kingdom of darkness. Amen. We have to take on the mind and the ways of thinking that belong to those who belong to Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, I pray you receive this word today. We love you. Listen, count it all joy. Let this song play in your head all day yes. long. You say, who's singing that song? Well, it's called The Whinings. It's an old song, but it, it has some fresh roots. Amen. And let it play in your head all day long. When you get a bad report, count it all joy. When you hear something crazy uh, on the news, count it all joy. You know, count it all joy in every situation. Amen. We love you today. Let us bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be, be gracious, gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you. Have a very blessed day. Amen. Amen.